0: Welcome to Two Tired Teachers, episode 180, five helpful things you must try this school year. I can't even believe that we are talking about a new school year. It is the end of July. And in Florida, we go back in the beginning of August and in some other southern states. I know there's a lot of states that also go back um, in in August and some people go back in September, lucky, lucky. And I would definitely want to be one of those people. But unfortunately, here I am in Florida, like, So hot that I could just burst into flames. So, anyway, today Lee and I are going to talk to you about five helpful things that you must try this school year because this year is going to be our year, people. It's got to be. Hope you stick around.
1: Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake.
0: Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay.
1: From Trina DeBerry, Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina DeBerry. And we're back! Ah, two oh tired teachers! <laughs> two tired teachers. And I'm sad. It's like our last summer episode.
0: It is our last summer episode, but that doesn't mean it's our last episode. So yeah, we um yeah, we'll talk about that. But I think we are it's definitely our last summer episode, and not for everyone because some people are in summer and August as well. Yeah. But yeah. Not in Florida, you're like we're ready to start back. Oh yeah.
1: August is like shh, back to school. Even if you don't start till mid August, you're thinking about it. As soon as like it says August first on the calendar, it's absolutely back to school time for sure. Yep. Oh, but, that, but this yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this one is we're going to give
0: five helpful things that you must try this school year. Yes. So hopefully we're going to we're going to give give some people some some good things that they can think about for the year as they go into a new year and I am just going to say a big prayer that this year is totally like so much better than it has been for the past couple of years.
1: Yeah. And I think teachers need the win. Can we give them the win please? Like yes. let's not shut down the schools. Let's kind of keep things as natural as possible. Let's try to, you know, keep the good things that we're working, but get rid of the things that are just not working anymore. But mostly I just hope that schools don't close down. Cause I think it's that disconnect or that emergency having to like, you're in the classroom. You're not in the classroom. You're online. You're not online. I'm trying to teach half a line and half in person. Like yeah. Teachers don't need any of that drama. No, and we're unfortunately, still being yeah. yeah. Well, are they're being held to the accountability level they of, are. it's a normal school year.
0: No, I know. And my district are, we're doing the dumbest thing ever. We're doing like an accelerated, they're they're looking at the accelerated Florida best standards and they're functioning. I know. The I don't whole like thing that. You don't even want to know because
1: it's uh, just so. Well, like spiritual. I know there's Florida Best.
0: Yes, there's Florida Best, but in the math and math in the math area, there's accelerated standards. Oh. Yes, and so they're gonna they're functioning on this. They're just it's like they've gone back to I don't know, nineteen eighty something. I don't know what they're doing. It's it's insane. It's insane for the students. It's insane for the teachers. And let's not talk about that because that's oh, not know. what we are it's, talking we're about. We're getting off on a tangent. Yeah, let's we're getting focused. Yeah, we have
1: five getting little getting nuggets. If teachers <laughs> do nothing else this school year, we're hoping they do these five things. We've been yes. talking about a lot of them this whole summer series. And we really just want today's episode is just like hitting at home, right? It's just yeah. hitting at home that if you do nothing else this school year, please try these five things because we're, it will bring less burnout, more time to you, more peace to you, and just like fill you better as like a person and a teacher. Absolutely. So, so
0: number one is mindful practice. Yes. So when we say mindful practice for people that don't know what that is, what do you say?
1: Well, mindfulness is just the practice of being mindful of things that are happening around you, but there is actual like teachings of mindful practice and what that is. Mm-hmm. Um and that can look many different ways for many different people. It could be doing a 5-minute meditation session or um I think most people don't realize it but like that last part of yoga where you lay on the mat, uh-huh. Shavasana. That's yes, yeah, where you just lay that is a is mindful practice right there but you can bring those things into your classroom because they benefit your students as well when we're mindful we help to re-regulate our nervous system and coming out of a pandemic i feel like we keep talking about it emptying and we're gonna get like sucker it wasn't but we're being positive today um (laughs) But coming out of a pandemic, we have a lot of dysregulated nervous systems Mm -hmm. as adults and as children, and we need to do what we can to help regulate that and to help regulate doing mindfulness practices in the classroom will help. It'll help alleviate behavior. It'll help alleviate like a lot of fight or flight because that's what a lot of people are in. Like everyone's on the anxiety is on the rise. So they have fight, flight or freeze.
0: Yes, right? freeze. I, I I didn't. I never knew about freeze until recently. Yeah, yeah. And so your body is automatically jumps into one of those. Three yeah. Seats.
1: Or and you're in a low level of that state all the time, so you don't even realize it. And so like that's why students can be so triggered by l- such little things. And teachers are talking about like kids are like running out of their classroom or this and that. Yeah. So once we can help re-regulate our bodies. Yeah. Kind of like rest, yeah. reset them back to factory settings. So we're mm-hmm. not on this height, heightened state of anxiety or like, truly yes. tra- trauma because you have you've
0: literally left the prefrontal cortex you are no longer functioning no, with exactly. rational thinking and yeah. so you have moved into this you're right fight flight or freeze yeah i think things like yoga in the classroom i used to do yoga in the classroom mm-hmm. and i actually have those in my store yoga in the classroom i have cards and they are different poses that you can do with your students to help yeah. them. Re regulate and calm down. And I also used to do yoga in, in my classroom with my, I have, a, I got my Yoda, yoga certification a couple oh, of years ago.
1: Yeah. Over today, here. yeah. <laughs> it
0: was, it was crazy. I just really mainly did it because I wanted to deepen my practice, but I also <clears> wanted <throat> to figure out how to be comfortable in the uncomfortable because this was hot. Yes. Yoga.
1: Well, that's exactly what yoga is. It's yes. doing tiny uncomfortable things mm-hmm. so that you can be comfortable without <laughs> because yoga in itself yeah. is not actually very comfortable no, but it's also not hard out. yes no. exactly and so but I was, think yeah so was, that is so easy so to yoga
0: is yeah. it helpful and what else meditation I think a, a great app I actually do pay for this but I think it's completely worth it is headspace Have you ever heard of it? Headspace.
1: I have heard of
0: that. Yeah, it's really great. And it has meditations, guided meditations. It also has things to help with sleep. This is something that teachers might need for themselves, obviously not their students. Yeah
1: such like great if they're kids. needing to write like yes, yeah. there's
0: like a wind down it helps you like go through mentally going through your body and shutting things off it's very calming mm-hmm. sometimes oh, I fall i've done that way. doing that yeah, yeah it's great and then um they have soundscapes which are mm-hmm. like you can get rain on rocks or like a
1: camera yeah, like calming sounds like wouldn't no. that be nice to play like after coming in from recess it's so and just- great Five minutes yeah, of yes
0: that that's true the that would be great and then um soundscapes which are like stories in mm-hmm. a very soothing voice where they talk to you in a very monotone voice but it's mm-hmm. so relaxing they actually um john legend he has one of them in in and um yeah it's really cool and so it's really it's just a great app so that's called headspace
1: all right any other mindful practice i was gonna say like Go Noodle has a ton of oh, like yes. mindfulness exercises. That's um amazing. and that's something a lot of teachers are probably already using for the brain breaks, but if you just search like mindfulness, they I used to do them when I taught second grade. Um we would do them at key points in the day and it it was such a it's crazy how it just kind of reset the class and just brought a calm especially when I taught kindergarten because we would do those in kindergarten. Yeah, I love it and watching a kindergartner do yoga is perfection. Like it's so cute. Yeah, that's oh adorable. God. All like, right. So you then should actually <laughs> almost like teaching kindergarten for like a hot second. For like a five minutes. Yeah. Um, for both. Of them, and then you remember. Yeah. Like, like, and then crazy kid.
0: I will say, like as a special area, like being a special area teacher for just a small amount of time, you're like a rock star when you when for to kindergartners. Kindergarten and I think part of it for oh, yeah. me is because I'm so tall that they're, they're like, Whoa, <laughs> look how tall she is. I just look so tall to the kindergartners and they are, they think you're a rock star. I love, I love that. Exactly. All right. So, um, the second helpful thing that we want to try this year is to work at work.
1: Yes. And leave work at work. Right. Mm-hmm. So this kind of incumbenate, like, Puts together multiple conversations we've had over this mm-hmm. summer, talking about like setting clear boundaries and also doing less and yes. having more from that by yes. getting more out of less. No, which was yes. It's how do teachers master
0: to the doing less to get more theory? Yeah, and so this so kind that of pushes those two theories together. Yeah. And then we had another one on, my, yeah, you're right. Okay. Setting boundaries is 176. Yeah. All right, I'll this Set, one. yeah.
1: Setting boundaries and then the doing less to achieve more. And I think when you're leaving work at work and doing work at work, it's much easier to have a clear boundary and it's much easier to keep that boundary when you go home. Um, and so that might look like, you know, making sure on your planning break, instead of doing what I know I want to do, which is scroll through my phone, <laughs> or go talk to my teacher friend next door and gossip about whatever. Yes. Um, instead, it might be sitting in your classroom and grading papers. And that doesn't have to be every break, but just utilizing the time. That is set aside for you. And I know, gosh, how many breaks are taken just for stupid meetings. Yes. But using the time that is set aside for you to as and maximizing what you can get done in that time so that you can minimize what you're having to do at home. Because I do think overworking and not keeping a clear work life balance is what can lead number one to teacher burnout for sure. Like mm-hmm. Yes. And we don't want you going into the school year thinking already you're going to be burnt out because you're probably still feeling it from last school year.
0: (laughs) Which is not, and that's one thing to say, it's not teacher's fault. Like we say burnout and I know that you don't mean this at all. It's not. I'm thinking that like society acts like teachers, are that's their fault. And it's not. These are just ideas for you to help yourself. There should be other things put in place to help you as well because- our but you can't
1: control those, right? Like, oh, no, you're right. You control. can't, but, but you can't systems, control what you do.
0: We do want our systems and our administrators and things like that to actually care about this for teachers. Mm-hmm. So we need that as well. But these are things you're right. These are things that we can control. So what can we do to make it better for ourselves? Yeah. So I think that's a great one. And a work-life balance is very, very important. So I, I say one of the things about working at work is I, I mean, I, we talked about this before, but I still think it's important with the kids having jobs, like giving oh, them yeah. responsibility, taking some things off of your plate so that mm-hmm. you are not doing all the work. It's the students should be doing the yeah. work
1: all the work, work all the time. Yeah. 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 And now, all right.
0: yeah. I, yeah, I think that's good. Okay. So the third component, I'm not component. The third helpful thing, I don't know why I said component is <laughs> a really important one honor your boundaries.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, In our one episode about setting boundaries, we discussed very simple ways that you could set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Taking your work email off your phone is a huge one. And I will keep repeating that for years and years to come. I don't care if we have to say that on every podcast episode, (laughs) please delete your work email from your personal phone. You do not need it there it's just better left off. And that is an easy way to create a boundary set because that's your personal device. Um, Another way is to set boundaries, even with coworkers, like if they're reaching out to you and saying, Hey, I just, you know, I don't need that right now. Or I don't know, because I feel like this happens a lot, like in work situations where your coworker is feeling stressed about something and they're coming to you and you feel like as a good coworker, yes. you should be there for them, but it's okay to set a boundary there and be like, Hey, I'm, I don't have the mental space to discuss that right now. Or yes. can you come back after school? I mean, we don't want to turn friends away. Cause like that goes no, like no. against everything. For but sure. Like, but you, you're right. I think setting that,
0: I mean, I know I have a one, my, my one really good, like teacher BFF, she completely gets me worked up. Like I, I, I leave the conversation and I'm ready to go riot in the streets. Like I I'm know, like, right? rebel teachers, come on. And I am like fired up, but the, I have to set a boundary of, I'm not going to answer the phone after seven o'clock at night. Exactly. Because I have to start yeah. to unwind and let go. And so I can go to sleep. I have s- trouble yeah. sleeping, but so I think that's fine. I don't think that means you're turning. If she's texting me, it's an emergency then obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you're
1: not turning your friend away. You're just setting a, a boundary for yourself. Yeah. Well, and I think too, a lot of coworkers will come to you with negative things. I just remember what I was working at a school and the lunchtime, I hated eating in the lunchroom with the teachers, like at the little teacher lunchroom because all they did was complain. And I had to draw a boundary on one hand. I wanted to eat with my team. I felt that that was important and it was important for me to have a lunch outside of my classroom. But on the other for personally, I couldn't listen to the negativity about the job. It's bad enough. And I know you're complaining and I think teaching, we should be able to have, be safe places, but it was every day, all day, every day. Like, yeah, it's like, maybe I mean, you just,
0: set some ground rules as a team. We used to be yeah. in one person's classroom so that we were away from all the other complaining teams and that we could just talk about personal things like. Embarrassingly personal, and that yeah. that was a relief. Or the Bachelor, we like on Tuesday. It was time to talk about the Bachelor, so it was oh, like a break. I yeah, I love that. My team was the best, so we did set some boundaries. And we started getting too negative. We're like, okay, that's enough. Like, we're not. We can yeah. dedicate some time to talk about like, and maybe in our team meeting, we can spend ten minutes complaining. But after that, we've yeah. got to move on. Yeah, but we can't like,
1: just complain and do nothing about it. -mm. And And it was bad. It was a bad culture, and it was just allowed to happen. And I just eventually stopped eating with them, which is sad because I really liked my team. Don't want to feel
0: isolated and like you don't have like friends and people to talk. But I just couldn't
1: handle it. So I, I'm telling you, be better than Lee in that moment and set a boundary and say, "Hey, I don't mind listening, but can you know let's put it to an end." And we'll pick it up again at, at our team meeting to discuss solutions. Or you we'll, so you know, do that. If
0: you say that, then maybe yeah. you can just subtly change the top, like change it. Did you see the <laughs> bachelor last night? Are you watching Ozark?
1: Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something
0: yeah. where they get you get them off topic and you start talking. About I think that's a great else. idea. Yeah. So, um, all right. I think another one that I think is really, really important is now I just lost it. I just lost it. Okay. You With were boundaries. Saying- Yes. Boundaries. Oh yes. Remembering that when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something yes. else. So if you are like yes, yes, yes to all the committees and all the crap they think you should do for nothing for free extra overtime. Mm-hmm. You're saying no to yourself. You're saying no to your kids. You're saying no to your family, your friend, your mom, your whatever, your brother. Yep. So we have I think we have to remember that as well.
1: Yeah. And, and it's okay to say yes to something that you're really excited and passionate about, but just think in the back of your mind, what can I say no to, to make this yes thing happen? Like, yeah. cause I did, I did this one time. I started a running club for girls at my school mm, cool. and I loved it. And I wanted to say yes, but I had to say no to a bunch of other things so that I could make it happen. And you know what though, it was worth it because it was a passion of mine. And it was like a, just a ragtag group of girls and we were going to run every, you know, run twice a week. And it was great. It was a great That's experience. Right. And I'm so glad that I said yes to doing that, mm-hmm. but it also meant saying no to, I was like the PD lead that year. I had to say no to doing some of the afternoon PDs that I was doing. I had to say no to, um, you know, grading after school and things and had to give up planning. So it's okay to say yes. You just have to acknowledge what you're going yes. no you like to, to, you go. to say. No, and allow that to say you have to take something off
0: if you're going to yeah. say, yeah. I think that's yeah. a really good message because you don't think about that. You keep thinking, oh no, you can shove more, 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 but that's when it just yeah. starts to get too heavy.
1: Exactly. All right. So,
0: um, helpful thing number four, extend grace. This is
1: so yeah. big. Cause we talked about how judgmental teacher, like the teaching community can be
0: sometimes and I think
1: coming out of where we've been as a teaching community the best thing we can do for each other is extend grace and extending grace, not only to our fellow colleagues, people we work with every day, people out in the teaching community that we see online, but also to ourselves. Yes. To ourselves. give yourself some go hard on
0: ourselves. We don't have to be perfect. We can't be it's too much pressure. But I I remember feeling I remember being judgmental of veteran teachers that were leaving on time. How dare I be upset about that? Like that's like a toxic work environment when we when we are pushing, 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 and we, everybody, like a badge of honor is how late you can stay. Oh, I like, know. let's stop that. And let's mm-hmm. like, be like, how in the world can you leave at that time? Can you share your secrets? I really, I really need some help with that. Cause I'm still here till six o'clock. So exactly. I exactly, or I, I, Hey,
1: come knock on my door when you're leaving so that I know. and yes, Tell to me it's you. time to go. I actually
0: used yeah. to do that for um some people. I'm like, okay, time to go. <laughs> It's, yeah. uh, you know, it's past
1: our time. We are working. I had a team lead who would do that. She would literally go and knock on everyone's doors and be like, oh, all right, we're walking man. out to the parking lot together. I I'm going to tell you that, that peer pressure really did. You no, know, you're
0: right. Oh, I, that's a, ooh, I have a regret on that one. I should have done that as a team leader. All right. And then last but not least idea number five, and that is integrating, like integrating subjects. Yeah.
1: <coughs> I love this one because this just like speaks to my teacher's soul. Hmm. I love when a lesson can be like multiple, you know, interdisciplinary yes. where I can teach social studies standards tied in with reading, like give it, like give it yes, please. If you go to my store, I have tons of thematic units. There's a reason because it saves you time and energy in the planning process. If you're able to bring in social studies or science content into your reading block, that is a beautiful way to marry. And it doesn't, you know, I totally it doesn't agree doesn't mean it has to be like we're we're learning about space this week so everything's about space math's about space it yes. doesn't have to be that intense no but like just eat like um You're bringing covering like your non-fiction, non-fiction. yeah, yeah bringing in your non-fiction texts that kind of yep. are around this standard really I allows understand. you to save yourself time on the planet like run. it's like that one bird with two
0: stones oh man i get that wrong every time
1: kill two birds with <sighs> one stone <laughs> I can't I get know, the more with less and you can't get that. I can't get that. Yeah. I think it's because it sounds very violent when you say it, it. does. <laughs> I know. I got to I want to stop that
0: one. No, I think that's great. We'll link to those in the show notes. I, I too have like it's science comprehension, like on purpose yeah. so that you can cover those nonfiction standards. But there's a bonus science experiment so you can do a little hands on science because I think. Yeah. That's cool. As well. well. and when we're talking about integration, it doesn't mean just
1: only reading text. Oh, no, no, no. About right. the
0: standards. It's, just, it's just covering more things in, in a concentrated time period.
1: Yeah. And the benefit too is you're going to see a massive increase in student engagement because like kids love learning about the world around them. And I think we yeah. undervalue that as educators. Like we forget that like kids, like we've been in the world for like, you know, 20 plus years, those kids are still brand new to it. And it's so cool to them to see and learn about how things work or why things are, or how this started, like, like they love that. And so you're bringing that engagement piece, but you're also like the vocabulary, the content vocabulary that's there. Like the comprehension is deeper too, because they generally are yes. interested in the topic. They're excited.
0: I love yes. this that. And that's really, that's my biggest, I care about that the most. I want kids to love to learn
1: yeah well and i feel like right now kids aren't loving to learn no they don't
0: we we want them to school feels
1: heavy and hard and i feel like it's there are times it needs to sometimes school is hard but in general i think kids should have a feeling of like school makes me smarter i i feel good at school they should have good feelings about school i think so too they
0: want to feel safe and i
1: think teachers feel the same way they don't have good feelings about school either so we
0: want to hopefully we can change a little bit of that this year Well, we, we did it. Yep. We went through the five things and the summer
1: is about to end and whoa, what a ride. So please keep these five things in mind. Mindfulness practice, keeping work at work, honoring your boundaries, letting go of judgment, extending grace, and, um, trying to do some integration, Uh, like integration with your content areas into your reading block if possible sounds perfect
0: all right these two tired teachers are gearing up for a new school year
1: yes and we'll see you on the flip side